Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the Neighbours Hello, this is a special mini episode of Neighbours The Neighbours Recap Podcast Because we've got a milestone event, theoretically hitting the street this week. So I thought I'd quickly give you an update. And I'm uh, I'm Vaya and I'm joined by KB. Hello, I'm a special mini boyfriend edition of the Neighbours podcast. Yes, he lives here. And so I dragged him in and was like, quick, come and watch this wedding episode, which I've already watched, but I'm going to watch again with KB so he can give thoughts. Uh, because it was billed all week and for weeks now as this massive televisual event and they did all this promotion for it. They sent out like Facebook event invites to people to attend Paige and Mark's wedding. And we've been seeing glimpses of her in the dress. So obviously we were like, it's going to end in disaster. So I just thought I'd play it out for you now and we can talk through how it all rolled out. Okay. On Tuesday's episode. Okay. Okay. I'll just fast forward through Family Feud. So what's Paige and Mark? Oh, Okay. So Mark is um, one of the Brennan brothers. The they're often pictured without their shirts. I get um, it. They're a mixture of mechanics and policemen. He's the policeman. Radio. And uh, pa- pa- Paige is uh, the long lost daughter of Lauren and Brad, aka oh. Drab. And she's been in Erinsborough like a year and a half. So she's been pretty long found. Yeah. And they're having a wedding. And I'll explain to you along the way who should be there and who isn't there and whatnot. Okay. I forgot his name again. Mark. And Paige. Yeah. Of Paige and Mark. This is the recap now. Oh, she's been involved in crimes. Excellent. Um, well, she befriended a criminal. And the criminal, Michelle, who I'm going to go see in a play tonight, actually, uh, she put all these stolen goods in an apartment that Paige had rented out for her. Oh, no. And she tried to, like, take the stolen goods back and hide them in the garden shed and then dispose of them in the charity bin. And then the St. Vinny's got a call. Anyway, I'll, I'll, we'll let you, let you see what happens. And he's always patronising her. And he's, he's the cop or mechanic. Yeah, he used to be a mechanic. He used to be a detective. Then, beca- then was a mechanic and a witness protection, and now he's a cop again, but he's just a constable. Okay, now we should probably skip all of the boring stuff with yes. um, Eddie Maguire's son, who's just joined, who is Steph's son, long lost son Charlie. But um, yeah, so we'll skip that, which is dominating a lot of this wedding episode. So he's Stun. Sorry? In the parlance of neighbours, he's Steph's son or Stun. Sure, yeah. We, okay, we usually give our nicknames a little bit more thought. No, that's Lynn Scully, right? Yeah, Lynn Scully's back. Right. She's brought Steph's son over from Fiji. Or Stun. Um, yeah, sure. Now, we are at the Turner household because that's where Paige is living. And it's, it's the day before her wedding. The day before, right? It's wedding eve. Yeah. and Or, or weave. Yes, now, she, we don't have her adoptive parents in town for the wedding. We don't have her biological, sorry, her adoptive brother in town. 
we don't have her three half siblings, Lauren's kids. They live in Queensland. They're not here. And we don't have... It's one and a half real siblings, right? Yeah. And we don't have Mark's sister, who's never been on the show. Or Mr. You're going to have to stop doing that. Okay. And we don't have Mark's mum or dad. Mark's mum or dad. We've met Mark's dad, but they had a falling out, so he's gone. But So no one's parents are here. Or siblings. Or siblings. Which is why they've had to send out Facebook invites. No, the publicity, the show's public, neighbours publicists sent out Facebook invites. And they were hoping some of the various family would respond. They were hoping we would watch. Okay. Okay. Success. Yeah. So this is Doug. He's Paige's new granddad slash Drab's dad. And he's got Alzheimer's and he nearly burnt the house down in Darwin. So they've shipped him down to Melbourne to stay with these guys. Right. The night before the wedding. Where the houses are less dry? I guess. Radio. Uh, but the thing is, it's the night before the... He, like, I don't think he was coming to the wedding anyway, her granddad. Oh, bonus. And her grandma stayed in Darwin. So, I don't know what the situation is. Okay. Is he Terence Donovan? Yes. So he's previously from Neighbours? Yeah. He was Doug then? They've just aged him up. By waiting many decades by, for, before bringing him back. Oh, so Paige is opening a parcel from her mother, her adoptive mother, who's Gina Liano, who is in Singapore. Radio. And this is what the wedding, what the present is. It's another box. Wait for it. Oh, it's really sad because Terence Donovan doesn't know what's going on. So. They've sent a wedding dress. Oh, I see. Her mum sent her a wedding dress. I missed that part. What the hell was she going to wear tomorrow? Well, now she's wearing a new wedding dress. What was she wearing already? Maybe nothing. Maybe no plans. Now Doug has something to wear. Look, I'm as confused as he is. <laughs> I only heard about this wedding today too. Also, now may not be the time, but I set fire to the house. Uh, so, hair on the right, this yeah. guy's... Drab. Drab. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's the brother of the guy on the left? <laughs> that's, that's Paige's biological dad, slash Lauren's lover. This guy? Yeah. Oh. And he's the same age, anyway. Well, I don't know if they're the same age. They live in the same house, though. Mounts to the same thing. Welcome back, Lynn Scully. Is she still a hairdresser? Um, it's unclear. I don't know what she does for a crust. She's from Bendigo. Oh, that'll do. This is still the night before the wedding and everyone's just sitting around, chilled out, having cups of tea. Yeah, I don't want to be too shabby for the big day. What's well, sort of work in the morning? Can I just say, they didn't have it the night before, but they had it two nights before. Two nights before, so he's yeah. shabby today. So they had the Bucks night on a Thursday. Uh, and did they get up to all kinds of shenanigans? They went on a scavenger hunt, where, which was organised by Imogen, and they had to run around the, the street and do errands, like... Page and Mark themed tasks like make a bed to a neat freak's exacting standards. Wow. And get five guys' phone numbers because Paige is a bit of a slut. I can see why that would have made him shabby if he did it the night before the wedding. He'd be exhausted yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, right. one person had to watch an episode of Doctor Who because Mark likes Doctor Who. Wow. Yeah. Imogen's organised a wild buck. Uh, Wait, of... Imogen's a girl. Organising oh, the bucks. it was a joint bucks and hens. Now do. I've heard everything. Yes. So, and one of the guests had to go and get a um, a tool from the mechanic's shed. 
by so anyway, it was what? a rager. Well, yeah. Just go get it and bring okay. it to the party. Uh, so non-traditional bride slash hen's night. Yes. But very traditional, don't look in the box that the wedding dress is now in. Well, the whole thing is Paige was wanting to keep it all chill. Like she sure. wanted just this low-key affair, hence none of her family is invited. Right. Or here. All right. So they're just doing it. She wanted a small party, but yeah, for some reason, now she wants to wear a white dress. All right. He's definitely got Alzheimer's. Yeah. There's no way around this now. It's just grim. I don't, I'm not in the mood for Alzheimer's at 6.30 on a weeknight. Well, I was expecting him to stand up and have peed himself. So the watch is a big step forward. Okay. So night before the wedding, she's not doing any preparations. She's got a cup of something. Wait, no, she doesn't. Maybe she's doing lemon detox or something. We declare ourselves to each other. That sounds like a border protection way of getting married. Maybe that's what he thinks is happening. (laughs) Do you have anything to declare? Me. (laughs) To you. You can tell he's Eddie Maguire's son because he's holding a football all the time. Oh, yeah. I think he was born with that. Uh, And what? I don't even care anymore. That's okay. And you know because he says things like, Susan, who's my real mum? We'll find out right after this break. Is he wanting to know who his real mum is? No, I'm just making a joke about, oh, how, about how he goes to, to the break. Who wants to be a millionaire? Who is his real mum? Steph. Oh, okay. oh, but someone else wants to adopt him. And why is he hanging out with Susan then? Because um, Steph doesn't have custody of him and they don't want her to get in trouble. So Lynn didn't think of that when she brought him over from Fiji. So he's basically stolen goods too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, he should be hiding out in the shed with the rest of Paige's contraband. So it's the morning of the wedding. So nothing's been done the day before. Like no last minute hanging of streamers or bonbonieri arrangements or, you know, mani-pedi or, you know, leg waxing. They haven't booked Lynn to do their hair or anything like that. Actually, that's a wasted opportunity. I think they're just doing their own hair, which is actually probably going to make it turn out better. Lynn gets quite a lot of altitude on her hairdos. Okay, so morning of. How does she know she loves the dress? She hasn't opened the box yeah, all the way Yeah, it's still yet. in the box. It's been in the box all night. Don't get ready before breakfast. Why is Dad cooking breakfast? Yeah, he, they're idiots. Oh, my God. He's going to put light bulbs in there. They should have scheduled them waiting for the morning. So Mark's just walked into the cop shop in a veil and streamers. Oh, no. He's taken it off immediately because unprofessional. And this character, this lady boss cop, she is apparently the mother of Josie, who famously had two has two mothers in the show. And this, so this is a lesbian detective, and her name is Ellen. Well done, neighbours. Good work. Well done. It was just to do with the recent... This is a very poorly lit police station. Oh, I know. That's what I've been ta- saying this whole time. Also, it's only one room, right? I think there's a bit of a hallway area where they wait for it to be interviewed. But it's, yeah, there's no lighting. And they just crack that blind open and that's enough. You want to light that photo of a helicopter. Otherwise, how are they going to know it's a photo of a police helicopter? So now what's just happened is St. Vinny's has called in the load of stolen goods that they found in the charity bin. Oh, no. And they've been fingerprinted, the, the items, and they've tracked them back to Paige. And I don't think Paige is already in their fingerprinting system database. 
So I don't know how they got her fingerprints. Oh, he would have loaded them in there as a romantic gesture. <laughs> just before declaring himself to her. <laughs> this is the second most serious scene I've ever seen where a cop is holding a wedding veil. Is that a thing that it does now? Um, so that flickering thing, that like strobe thing that it did back and forth, we've only noticed it tonight on this episode. I thought I was having a stroke. <laughs> we all thought Mark was having a stroke. So it was just flashes back and forth between the bride and the groom. Right. She's got tramp stamps everywhere. Yeah, true. And her we- hips swing way too much for going to the kitchen and back. That's not body shaming. I mean, her hips were swinging way too much. Well, she's got to have bridal sass. I think that's true of most Alzheimer's sufferers. Did they swing their hips? They're, no, they're better in the morning. She wants to bring the wedding forward yeah. so that Grandpa knows what's going on. Yeah, even though she's only met him like three times. But there's no way they can do all that organisation in time because of all the things they've planned. Nope, they can do it. They haven't planned anything. Oh, because Susan's the celebrant. Susan's a minister now. Yeah. She does everything. She does both. Principal and weddings. Like how Dr. Carl is a surgeon and a GP. Yep. And an ambulance driver. Yep. Okay, so now we've got a montage of her bringing the wedding forward. And so far I don't think she's actually had a conversation with Mark that the wedding is moved. She's just going ahead and putting her shoes on. Well, they've opened the box again. Oh, no, they haven't. I don't think they're going to open the box till right before she has to put the dress on. They only know what one of the sleeves looks like. This is not a hurried wedding. This is a very slow montage. Yeah. Oh my. I've never seen a garter going on before. (laughs) That comforts me. They're doing it again. Stroke cam. That is ridiculous. Yeah. The first time it happened, I thought our signal had cut out on the TV. He can't focus because his fiance's fingerprints are on stolen goods? Yeah. Or because he's pulling a, a shift before his wedding? Both. To his fiance, whose fingerprints are on stolen goods? Yeah. Now, to be fair, her fingerprints are only on stolen goods because she received stolen goods, right? Um, because, she, no, because she, she was went friends to the with apartment, the crime, yeah, the crime, and she tried to get rid of the stolen yeah, goods. Yeah, she wanted to return them back to their owners. Because um, the crimer had r- ripped a database of um, Harold's store customers because they participated in an audience sat- a, 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 a customer satisfaction survey. And so all their details were in a database. And so the crimers got their addresses and went and robbed them. And like they stole Toadie's iPad and stuff. And uh, so that's how they got them all. They, they got them all from Harold's database because of Paige and the apartment's in her name because she was trying to be a good friend because Michelle couldn't get an apartment. So all the all the booty, is, all the loot is in the apartment. So Paige took it all, put it into garbage bags, put it in her mum's shed where her dad was still doing his woodworking whittling. And then um, finally Paul Robinson said, no, nah, you've got to get rid of the gear, you've got to get rid of it. So she unloaded it all and Mark saw her doing it and he's like, well, I'll give you a hand. And so the two of them... She's like, oh, this is just some old stuff i got to get rid of. And he carried it all to the charity bin with her. Oh, no. So he's up to his neck in this. Yeah, except I don't know why his prints aren't on the system. Don't, don't cops have to be fingerprinted before no, they join the force? Only their fiancés to be. Okay. 
if you wanted to steal everything from everyone in Neighbours, why do you need their addresses? Why don't you just go and steal everything from all of the houses in that one street where they all live? I don't know. Why, and also, yeah, why don't you just rob people? Why don't you just rob people? <laughs> you don't need a strategy. Harold must have a very upmarket <laughs> clientele. Maybe the survey questions... People with extremely expensive iPads. Maybe the survey questions were like, what type of iPads do you have in your house? And when are you home? <laughs> or actually, it probably was, what time of day do you visit Harold's? And the answers would have been all the time, morning, noon, night. And so the perps would have gone, oh, well, they're Let's never Let's rob home. them all yeah. the time. Yeah. See, they're chatting in the hallway. It's the other bit of the set. Oh, it's got leaflets in. It's yeah. a police station. And blue and white decals on the window. I was wondering about this. If someone asked you if you thought I could be a thief. Oh, God, yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, she's like, do you have any evidence that she's not a thief? Do you have any evidence that I'm not a thief? No, none at all. How do you know that your partner's not a thief? Well, you know, you wouldn't lie to me except... If you did, how would I know? Because exactly. you've lied to me the whole time. Yeah. He's obviously a terrible police person. It's not happen. Or mechanic. Or police person. We've decided, I think Kate and I removed... Should he have ranks on his little on his shoulder sleeves. pads? I think he should, but I also think he should be wearing the actual official new Melbourne police uniform. Oh, can you give me a quick call? Kiss Kiss is code for I've changed the entire plan for our wedding. <laughs> Getting married earlier now, Soz. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> yeah, she did it by text message. It's the exact opposite of breaking up with someone by text message, sending them a message to tell them the wedding's moved forward. Sort of. Oh, boring Charlie scene. I mean, his head's a lot bigger than the old kid, so I guess it's plausible family casting. He's been replaced? Yeah, 10 years ago. Or how old's this kid meant to be? The kid's meant to be 10. Six years ago... There was another little kid playing Charlie, this little mop-top blondie. And I guess now he doesn't act. Or Eddie Maguire... Which is great, because neither does this kid. Yeah, or Eddie Maguire slipped them a bit of cashola and his kid got the role. Oh, Toadie's on crutches. Why is Toadie on crutches? Um, he fell off a jumping castle uh, in the wind, during a gust of wind, and he, which wasn't secured properly, the jumping castle. And during that fall, he... Um, a bullet was dislodged that was already embedded in his spine from a previous shooting mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bullet like dislodged and then paralysed him. So recently paralysed. Yeah, and just regained the use of his legs like last week. Oh, welcome back. Just It just happened. Just, just in time out. for the wedding. Yeah, except badly timed because he should have just waited for the walk down the aisle. But I guess Paige doesn't have an aisle, so maybe that's probably why he had to walk early. So this is the, the table setting. They haven't figured out the placements yet. I know. If they hadn't changed the time, they would have known the seating plan. Yeah. Um, so here she comes in her wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like every wedding dress ever. Correct. Uh, and every single guest is thrilled by it, which is two people, right? Yeah, so far, mum and dad. Two, three of her siblings will be here. Four of her siblings will not be here. It's too many siblings anyway. It's because she's a bonus random child. 
He just said, you only get married once. He's on to his third partner after two wives. Drab. Drab. Let me, I just want to hear this conversation again about what she just said about telling Mark when the wedding is. Are we supposed to be listening? Oh, hopefully he arrives. Yeah, she sent him text. She didn't call the guy. He's busy policing. Actually, he's busy covering up evidence of their criming. She could have um, called the station and left a message with the front desk. Considering Pop wasn't even going to be at the wedding, he's only here because he set the kitchen on fire. Where is he now? Someone should be keeping an eye on that That's guy. That's a great point. I have no idea. Anyway, this is all leading up to a SWAT team crashing the wedding, right? You'd think. Because of stolen goods. He is a beautiful man. I didn't catch that line the first time I watched this, but Drab is very observant. I guess he's on board the Brennan Brothers train. They did it again. Stroke cam. I'm seeing double. Nay, triple. This is the most well investigated <laughs> small items robbery ever. He's just recovered a bangle. A bangle? And he's flashing back to the time that he saw Paige with the bangle. You can tell it's a flashback because it's got an Instagram filter on it. Now he's walking in slow motion. Also, he's got his walkie-talkie on his shoulder dangle. Yeah, you should probably leave them behind. No, he wants to be available in case his wedding date changes again. Oops, I've gone too far. Go back. So, again, this is like, they've billed this as Tuesday night, it's Paige and Mark's wedding, it's the big event, and we're at the 30-minute mark, no one's hitched yet, and the groom doesn't even know what time his wedding starts. So he's... he's is that some kind of juicer? He's strolled up to the house. We've got Susan floofing... Paige's dress. A couple of extras in the foreground. That's nice of them. Nice of these strangers to come, even though her flesh and blood haven't hasn't arrived. Now people are running towards him in slow motion. Because he's still in his police uniform. So is the father of the bride, right? <laughs> That's an allusion to Drab's terrible suit. She's really happy Right in our faces. Yeah, it's real extreme close-up. So he just comes in, and that's it. And now we tease to next week, to next tonight, next episode. That's it. Wow. So we got him faffing around the police station, and uh, Paige faffing around with her wedding dress, bringing the wedding forward. It was like it would have been probably easier. If she'd given a crap about her granddad's Alzheimer's, to have held the wedding in Darwin and just flown everyone up there. Well, yeah, there was a lot of organising involved in getting those two extras there and putting lots and lots of fruit on the table and opening that box, opening and closing that box several times. And they probably had to go get it from Australia Post because it was sent internationally. It's a huge parcel. It was a very big box of wedding. So, yeah. Um, so, okay, so he's rushed home to uh, help clear her name. No, to confront her. Yes. To confront her over all of these stolen goods, mm-hmm. which uh, he helped her dispose of. Yeah. Uh, but he thought they were just um, charity items. Yeah, like iPads, which everyone puts in those bins. Yeah. 
uh, and a well, one actually, bangle. He, he only saw black gar- black garbage bags, and a bangle fell out of one of them, and that's the only thing he saw. Why didn't he put that in the bin? Oh, he did, but it fell. It fell because the bins were overflowing. You remember the other day when we took all our stuff to charity? No, but he flashed back to seeing it fall. The damned fool let it fall. Yeah. And didn't put it in the bin. So if nothing else, he's guilty of littering. True. They're both crims. So that was that. Unmissable drama. I can't believe I had to... I can believe it. It's okay. You watched that? No, I can't believe you woke me up from my nap for that. To be fair, I'd given you the time that we were going to watch this before you had it. It fell into a nap. No, I know. So the stunning conclusion is tonight and or tomorrow night and or the night after? However, the 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 recap, the sorry, the blurb for tonight's Neighbours says, Sonia faces her first hurdle in the mayoral campaign, while Paul convinces Doug to invest in his motel. That's much more interesting. Yeah, but nothing about the wedding. Nothing. And can I just say, this time last year, her sister was getting married. Amber was getting married to Daniel, but... They couldn't have their wedding because Daniel and Imogen fell down a well and missed the ceremony. Yeah, but it's not quite as dramatic as accidentally receiving some very small burglarised items and then putting them in a charity bin. And then your husband finding out on the day. I guess. That your fingerprints are on them. From your boss cop? Yeah. Okay. So, um, I might check back in. I'll have a little look of the next episode, see if they do get hitched or not. Doesn't seem likely. And, and if not, I mean, it doesn't seem like a big deal anyway. No, they're not. They're fine. They're not fussed. He's, Ramuda and I have decided to start calling Mark Dullcop. You haven't started calling him that already? No, he was Detective Mechanic. Ah, no, but, he's a dull cop, all yeah. right. So he'll just keep on being dull. Thanks, KB. Thanks for waking me for it. No problem. Okay, it's Vaya and I'm back. It's been a couple of days. I've since watched the aftermath of that fizzer of a wedding episode. And I just want to vent for just a second, okay? So what happened is Mark swanned on into his wedding and then police descended. And instead of Mark letting the police arrest his fiance, he just did it himself. He cuffed Paige in front of all her friends and family, well, half of her family, and schlepped her down to the police station. And this makes me angry because clearly what happened is someone in the story room said, hey, I have an idea, Mark arrests Paige on their wedding day. And then they just worked backwards from there. And, you know, it didn't have to make any sense. And part of the thing that I need is I need to be able to suspend disbelief. That's why I get, that's why I get hung up on, you know, people having five coffees at Harold's on their work day and things like that. I'd like to pretend and have some semblance that this could be a real thing that's happening. So at least... I kind of loved the fact that when Daniel and Amber's had their wedding and Daniel and Imogen fell down a well, I kind of believed a lot of it because Amber and Daniel were idiots and it made sense that they wanted to get married like young fools. And you could it was kind of plausible that he would jump down a well to find an old wedding ring to give to his wife and then Imogen will go down after him because she's a nutcase. So I kind of rolled with all of that and it was ludicrous and fun. This was just, ugh, this was vanilla and a cop out. And I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It was clickbait. This wedding was clickbait and that's all it was. And I'm disappointed. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to jump back over to past Kate and Vaya. Uh, Ramude was with me while we had a little bit of a chat about Grease Live, the live musical 
that was on Fox in the US and then it was aired on Channel 9 in Australia a week ago and it's actually airing again tonight, Friday the 12th at 7.30 on GEM. You can watch the whole thing again to heart's content and now here's Kate and I shooting the breeze about how we found it. Now you wanted to quickly touch on before we wrap up uh, another little treat in the neighbours' world. Yes, this is a very, very special uh, neighbours extra. We watched Grease Live during the week. It was amazing. Yeah. Look, epic production values. Now, I'd just like to put it out here that I don't like musicals. <laughs> I went and saw Miss Saigon and it was not one minute into it that I was sitting there that I thought, oh, yeah, I hate musicals. <laughs> and it and, was the worst few hours of my life after that and point. Kate and I are different. I enjoy a musical. Sound mm. of Music's my favourite movie. Oh, you see, I love Grease. That's the thing. I've watched that okay. so many times as a kid that it doesn't count as a musical Like to me. Paul with a saucy brunette, Grease is your Achilles heel. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we got on because we knew that Ringo – Sam Clark was making an appearance. Yes, yes. And he was playing the villain of the piece. I got really confused because I read somewhere that he was Kanicki and so I was really confused for ages. Uh, I'm like, that's not Kanicki. No, no. Well, he was playing the character in the movie of Grease is played by that pockmarked, scarred-faced dude who's the baddie who, who hooks up with Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. No, not hooks up with Rizzo. No, he, he takes, takes Rizzo, Rizzo to the dance. To the, yeah. So I was really confused and because it's very fast moving and yeah. I'm in my 30s now. So oh, no, And look, you've got your glasses on. I've got my glasses you on You should have had them on the other night. Yeah, it was yeah. moving very quickly and I was like, where's Ringo? I can't it was, see it was, him. It was actually quite funny on Twitter because she'd be like, "Where's yeah, where is he? And I'd be like, there he is, there he is. And like other people would other be tweeting. Other people, like, yeah. there's Ringo, there's Ringo. And I was so confused. And you'd like, you're like, how did you know it was him? And I was like, just look for the one dude doing something bad. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very proud to see Ringo. A also, little, he's yeah. got a touch, a little bit ranger as well in it, didn't you think? Has he gone auburn haired? Th- well, he his hair looked different. It wasn't as blonde as there it used to be. There were a lot be. of lights on them. But I actually did manage to find some photos of him online on set. Oh, here he is. He looks a bit ranger, don't you reckon? Oh yeah. I don't know why, because old old Scarface wasn't ranger in the movie. And look, we all had a few flashbacks to his death on Ramsey Street because he had to go on the on the car race, in the car race at the oh, end just... of Grease Live. And it took us all back to the motorbike oh, death. Man. Yeah. See, that's another thing I'm angry at Steph Scully about. <laughs> she killed him, remember? I do remember because yeah. I remember the funeral that we didn't get to see because they couldn't afford to bring in all these relatives. Hang on. Was his, who was his mum in it? His mum was like Penny Cook or someone. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're diverging. Also, but we didn't Bruce. get all the brothers. We had nothing. What ended up happening was... They made it so that their car broke down on the side of the road to the country, uh, Donna and Kate and whoever was with them and Fakelin, and mm. they all had to pull over to the side of the road and have a memorial for Ringo at the side of the yeah, road. Yeah, and just turn around and go home at that point. Yeah, and then yeah. they decided to go and get a pie from the local bakery because that was his favourite pie. Oh, it was the most cop-out funeral. Can you just feel that anger rising within yes. you that you would not go to your husband's funeral? Yeah. I'm just going to eat a meat pie on the side yeah. of the road. Oh. And lay a wreath. They like assembled yeah. a wreath out of weeds. Yeah. No, he's come good though. Well done. Yeah, I know. Look, not quite as well as his wife Donna, Look, but you know, no. it's kind of hard to achieve. But hey, you take that. Mm, Grease live. Mm. It's a good get. And he got to um, dirty dance with Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, she was magnificent. Oh yeah, she nailed it. Her dad yeah. died twenty four hours. Before. I know. Amazing. That, just the whole actual performance was just flawless. Yeah, flawless. They had to for like three hours. That was a, that was a yeah. marathon. Yeah, that was like today when I had to watch three neighbors episodes back to back. That was hard yakka. 
and they were like running the whole time basically and like all the shots as well were perfect and yeah. look at you your icy exteriors melted away <laughs> grease there's only one more musical i like yeah can you guess hairspray no oh. no no rocky horror Oh, I hate Rocky Horror. Well, get out. Get out of your own house. <laughs> it's so boring. The first 10 minutes is so great. And then it becomes all sciencey and experimenty and weird. Or interesting. No. Which one? It's like one of Mark's Doctor Who episodes in the oh, middle. I may have inadvertently trolled the UK when it comes to Grease Life. <laughs> so, Kate, the, the Art of Neighbours, it's not good for you because it's brought out a whole other side. You, so you, Kate put together this... Uh, mock-up of a, a new Grease poster featuring Lynn Scully as Rizzo. Because I found a publicity shot of her looking exactly like Rizzo. And Stefan Denner's in the 80s with his leather jacket yeah. looking like Travolta. So now I think a lot of people believe this is happening, coming to a UK panto near you. Yeah, but <laughs> for some reason they've got like the 50-year-old actors playing well, I would love Actually, I'd love that. I'd buy tickets to that. But that, this actually brings me back to when I did see Greece, the Arena Spectacular at Rod Laver Arena, aka <laughs> where the did. where the Australian of Open is. You did. Yeah. Um, but guess who was was starring? Guess who was Danny? Guess who was Sandy? <gasps> I know who was Sandy. Wasn't it Natalie Bassingthwaite? Yes, as Izzy. Sandy. And guess yeah. who played Danny? I don't know. Old Doctor Blake. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. McLaughlin, yes, Craig McLaughlin, Craig McLaughlin, um, aka Henry Ramsey. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was great because he did Rocky Horror recently. Did you yeah, see yeah. that? Yeah, oh, look, I didn't get to see that. Awesome. Unfortunately, I would have loved to, but um, yeah. So that's my neighbours connection because then we were discussing how great a neighbours version or Grease starring the neighbours cast would be. Yes, but yeah, Izzy as Sandy. Perfect. She's a bit old now. Well, actually, she'd be an amazing Rizzo. Yeah, she's probably almost old enough to play Rizzo now. Yeah. And Henry Ramsey as as Danny again, possibly twenty years. Yeah, he too could old. be. Maybe he could be pock faced. Um, whatever Sam <laughs> I, Clark no, he, he was could playing, be Coach Calhoun now. <laughs> yes. So um, okay, so if with your current cast, who would be playing who? Okay, well, I guess Zancan's got to be Sandy. Yeah, though I think Georgia would have played a good Sandy. Georgia, for a while. even Sonia would be a good Sandy. Maybe. I'm seeing her as like the waitress in the diner. Okay, sure, sure. Um, oh, and Suze has got to be the principal. For sure. Or maybe Carl's more Coach Calhoun. All right, well, we'll, we'll take this online. Yeah, yeah. We'll put together our ultimate Grease cast with the yeah. current Neighbours cast because I'm a bit of an imagine about this. I need to put proper thought into it. I can't just roll this off the cuff. Oh, you know who Danny is though? Who? Aaron down the mines. Oh, gorgeous. He's he's beautiful. Gorgeous. Actually, you know who's, who Imogen is? Patty Simcox. Oh, yeah. Little upstart. Yeah. Yep, Imogen's Patty Simcox. Um, Pastori Joss would just, just be one of the T-Birds. Yep. He could be Kaniki. No, because Kaniki was always my favourite. Okay. So, no, 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 Pastori Josh. Maybe Tyler. Ty, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Piper could be Frenchie, beauty school dropout. <laughs> oh, no, well, the pink hair. There yeah. you go. Bang. Pink ladies. Rizzo. We need a Rizzo. Courtney from the bar. She's my new favourite. Oh, yeah. I want her to yeah. stay. <laughs> I'm loving her just swanning on in and rooting whoever's available and then being late to her shifts because there was this throwaway line where Steph was doing the rosters. <gasps> Steph's the mechanic from the – Oh, perfect. Yeah. From the, the – um, shop class. Shop class, auto shop. Uh, there was this throwaway line during the week where Steph's doing the rosters and Sheila said, oh, don't put Courtney on morning shift. She always sleeps in. <laughs> That's why. Oh, 
speaking of theatre, this is our current theatre wrap for the week. Uh, for Neighbours fans who are in Melbourne, you've got to go see Michelle from Tomato and Michelle. Ra Chapman from Wentworth and Neighbours is in a play in Richmond. Go see her in The Winners at the Owl and the Cat Theatre. Okay. Um, I'll link to it on our page. So I'm expecting to hear a report back on how you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and um, I'll say I'll go see Michelle in this play. Sweet. I'll do. I'll go to the stage door and um. Don't let her talk you into like renting a flat for her though. Doing a um. What? Do you, I don't even understand what their crimes are. Just why are they putting this? Why are they holding on to the stolen goods instead of selling them on? Because well, they were just trying to set up Paige and Tyler for oh, Double Crossing. That's right. And because all, um, all the owners of the stolen goods were cafe patrons. Yeah, because because Harold's has an extensive database of the <laughs> customers' home addresses yeah. and holidaying. They were and, getting them yeah. all to do surveys and keeping all their mm. records on file. Mm. So that's a lesson to us all. Don't do <laughs> surveys. Yeah, no. Customer satisfaction surveys. The free coffee might sound like it's worth it, but it's not. <laughs> Get some, get some of Loz's, what is it, the deep fried octopus. Your home's going to get raided. <laughs> Thanks for having a listen to this bonus edition of Neighbours. I'll have another proper recap out on Sunday the 21st of Feb. And in the meantime, uh, drop us a line at NeighboursPod on Twitter. I'm Vaya at Vaya Pashos. And today I had guests Kate at Remude and KB at Kynan B. Drop us a line anytime and we'll speak soon.